Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And let's head out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, let's go right to him. Brett McMurphy, Action Network, College Football Insider. Brett, boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, first of all, good morning. And second of all, I did not see that Nick Saban retirement coming. How about you? Yeah, I I didn't either, Joe. And and people that I talked to the past two weeks at the Rose Bowl and at the national title game, um, they thought Saban had had made the decision to stick around for another year. But I was told from a source he literally um, told the staff and told the players that he made the final decision uh, yesterday to to step down. And uh, you know he'd even interviewed. Uh, you know, Alabama's got some openings on their staff at defensive coordinator and wide receiver. He actually had people there in Tuscaloosa uh, interviewing for those jobs in the last uh, yeah. 24 to 48 hours. So he was proceeding um, full steam ahead like he was going to be the coach and then called the team meeting and told the players and then told the staff that he was uh, stepping down. Uh, so – you know, everybody's going to start looking at all the sexy coaches out there. Who's uh, who's the best fit to take over for Nick Saban? Well, I don't know if there is a best fit because you're, you know, you're, you you never want to be the guy to follow the guy, but you certainly never want to be the guy to follow the goat. And yep. that's that's what's going to be for the next one, one that steps in. Uh, I've been told that basically um, Dan Lanning of Oregon and Mike Norvell of Florida State are the top two at, at the top of the list. Um, the question is, do, do they either one of those guys want to take the Alabama job? I mean, this isn't a monetary decision. It's a personal decision. Um, you're going to, you know, one of the elite programs in the country. But, you know, for, for younger folks that don't remember, I mean, three of the four years before Saban got there, Alabama had non-winning seasons. So they were not a juggernaut that they are today. And then Saban has turned them into, you know, basically a, they were ranked number one, 15 consecutive seasons at least for at least one week wow. when Saban was there. Damn. So, you know, do you want to, do you want to follow that? You know, we'll, we'll have to see, but um, Greg Byrne, Alabama's AD told the players, you know, not to make any rash decisions on, on transferring that he said to give him 72 hours to get them a new coach, I was told by a source last night, expect it even quicker, probably in the next 48 hours. So I think uh, I think by Friday um, we may have an announcement on, on Alabama's new coach. Well, 
Speaking of Florida State and talking about their head coach, um, they were they were pretty loud and and obviously upset that they didn't get a chance to play in in the playoffs and had to come down the Orange Bowl and half their team was gone. But FSU is now trying to get out of the ACC. Do you see that happening anytime soon? I know they've been barking a lot. Do you see it happening? Uh, I think it happens, but I don't know how quickly because the ACC is not simply going to say, write us a check and you can leave, no matter how big that – a gazillion dollars, whatever the number is. They're not going to do that because it's not a, it's not a money issue. If, if Florida State's able to successfully get out of the ACC and get out of their grant of rights – then there's going to be a lot of people following them out. Um, you know, the two North Carolina schools, Clemson, possibly Miami, um, Virginia, to go to the Big Ten or the SEC. And so that's why so it's, it's so imperative for the ACC to fight this until the bitter end because they know if it happens, uh, the ACC could end up being like the Pac-12, and that is, you know, a shell of its former self or not even existing. So because of that, because of the length of the grant of rights, 13 years left, uh, Joe, I don't think this is going to be a, a quick, uh, quick resolvement. Um, but make no mistake, Florida State thinks they have a way out. They think they have a path out, and they're going to push and fight for that. This is, not a, this is not a game of chicken for Florida State. Some people have said, well, Florida State's doing this to get more unequal revenue sharing. They've, they've tried that. They're not satisfied with that. They feel like they should get Big Ten and SEC money, which is a lot more than, than what they're getting currently in the ACC. And so, um, you know, unfortunately, or it may be fortunately for you because it'll give you a lot of good content, it's not going away anytime soon. Yeah. And uh, then I got to ask you, man, and I, was, I always think about you when these things pop up. So the transfer portal is right over the top of National Signing Day and to me just absolutely killed it. Till transfer portals become almost as popular as National Signing Day for these high school. You think they change that date and take a look at it? Why would you want to water down something that has been so big, especially in this state like National Signing Day? Yeah, I mean, they, cer- they I certainly think they'll look at it. Um, you know, it used to be the second Wednesday or first Wednesday in February and you know, then they moved it up. And then also, you know, looking towards next year, the, the expansion of the college football playoff, you will have the, the portal being open basically during the playoff. Oh. Um, and I talked to – in Houston, I talked to Mike Hart, Michigan's assistant coach, and, and said, you know, we were talking about opt-outs this year and, you know, the way the bowl season looked. And I asked him, I said, do you think we'll ever get to the point where a player would opt out of a 12-team college football playoff? And he said, for somebody like me, an old school guy, he goes, I could never see that happening, but it's a different world now. And he said, I, I wouldn't, he goes, I hate it, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if that happened one day where you had players opt out of playing in the playoffs. So uh, I think they've got to figure something out to move it off of, you know, during the playoffs, during the signing period time. But, um, you know, add that to the list of things that need to get done uh, by the NCAA as soon as possible. Yeah, wow. i got to ask you, speaking of Michigan, I was going to ask you about Jim Harbaugh. I, I just sense I think most people think he's had enough and this NCAA stuff and suspending the guy, does he leave? Yeah, I think so. I, I had people before the season tell me they thought this was Harbaugh's final year, and that's before everything happened with the NCAA, with the sign-stealing allegations. Um, 
you know, with the with the news that Belichick's out at New England, I think there's now eight openings in the NFL. Um, you know, I think one of those w- would go after Harbaugh. I mean, certainly if he doesn't have an offer to go to the NFL, I don't think he's going to, like, take a year off from coaching. So, um, but you know, I would think he would have a shot. He was at the 49ers for four years. He went to a Super Bowl and went to the NFC title game two other years. So he almost went to three consecutive Super Bowls, which is pretty incredible. And and what he's done uh, in Michigan, three consecutive playoffs, finally winning the national title. Um, I'll give you a little scoop here, Joe, on what ha- what's going to happen with Harbaugh. If black smoke emerges from Harbaugh's chimney, he's headed to the NFL. If it's gray smoke, it's brisket. So keep your keep your eye on uh, okay on Ann Arbor. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let you do that. I got no I got no shot on that one. You're uh, you're good. Hey, um, speaking of the NIL, the other part, I I didn't want to leave it out. Did you ever think? We'd be looking at transfer portal quarterbacks getting a million and a half to two million dollars to come play per season. Did you ever think? I, I never saw those kind of numbers. I I'm a dumbass. I never saw it. Well, boosters have been willing to pay um, for legal and illegal things for a long, long time, and now I think it's kind of getting out there on what some of these numbers are. Um, you know, I, the the thing is. It's un, none of this is, is like verified, so it, it could all be nonsense. But when you keep hearing the same thing, it, it's there's probably some truth to it. But yeah, I mean, it's the cost of doing business. Um, and you know, as Harbaugh said in, in Houston, he said it all season. The players need to be compensated some way, somehow. And whether it's by the schools, whether it's by the college football playoff, whether it's through TV and media rights somehow they need to be compensated. But, yeah, that's why you're seeing a lot of these college kids that are that's sticking around for another year of college because they can get some decent money in college and they yeah. can delay going to the NFL for another year. I, I got to ask you a UM question, and, and I don't know how, how much you're following all this stuff with everything going on around college football from coast to coast. It's crazy right now. This Reese Poffenbarger uh, – I think people are looking for a quarterback, and they're going, "Wow, they they took a guy from a from a smaller school, looks athletic and everything." Are we going to start seeing more of that? Where really good players from smaller divisions are are going to get a chance to to play in some of the bigger programs? Yeah, not only that, I think that's going to happen at the at the more established team. I mean, basically, every school in the NCA has now become a junior college. And by that, I mean, you're right. just basically you're a recruiting ground for other schools. When Ole Miss loses their top running back, where, where could he go? There's only a handful of places he could go. Well, Judkins goes to Ohio State. So it's just basically college football now is a totem pole from top to bottom. And guys that are at schools on the lower end of the totem pole are looking to wait make their way up to the top. So whether it's taking a guy from Albany that's not even in FBS or it's just taking somebody from a team that's further down the totem pole, I I think you're going to see that with every team. I mean, it's it's just incredible. And and it's funny, I talked to a source the other day about this, and, you know, there's like, yeah, there's there's the sign-stealing stuff that's going on. There's the NIL stuff going on. You know, it's like there's no repercussions for cheating. And he said Kansas basketball cheats – 
you know, more than anyone, and nothing <laughs> happened to them. Right. He goes, Van- Vanderbilt's the only pure thing in college athletic, and Vanderbilt sucks. And it, it basically sums it up in 2024. Um, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, and if you're not trying, then you're Vanderbilt. Nobody wants to be Vanderbilt. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. We 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 were talking about this one day. So all these four and five star quarterbacks <laughs> that join these great teams and they don't start, so so they leave and they go back to another smaller school, and they can work their way back up to to get back up and make good money by the time they're 22, 23, 24 years old, back on a bigger program. It's a, it's a crazy crazy time, Brett. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you coming on, as always, on short notice. Thank you. You got it, Joe. Thank you. Brett McMurphy, Action Network College Football Insider. We are not done. Kim Bocamper going to join us. Uh, Talk a little bit uh, with Bo, getting ready for uh, for this game and uh, get his take on everything. He's down there a lot closer to it than the rest of us. And uh, and uh, hopefully we get him off the sideline, man. I can't have my man cold. I just can't, I can't do that. He, I, I got to worry about his health now. And the younger guys, I don't worry about. The older guys, you got to kind. We got to kind of look out for each other a little bit. Hey, I'll tell you what else you can look out for. Boy, I'll tell you what. If you're looking something for something the whole family can really enjoy. Uh, at night, you cruise around and, and you, you see people on golf carts. I live out in Davie, and everybody's got golf carts and cruising around, enjoying yourselves, especially on the weekend. Well, I'm going to tell you about the most tricked out and coolest golf cart in South Florida, Cliggy's. Cliggy's carts, man, nothing like them, boy. Not nothing like them here in South Florida. We're talking about 72 volts of pure lithium power, a 5-inch lift, backup cameras, all-terrain tires, sweet sound system, safety features. You don't have to worry about anybody getting hurt. Well, I'll tell you what, they put some get-together, a whole bunch of different things, an ice cooler in the back there built into it. It's got everything for you and your family, four-seater, six-seater, really enjoy yourself. Again, I know there's some nice golf carts. I'm never one to take shots at other people. But when you see a Cliggy's cart, you're at a whole different level. I'm telling you, you got to get up to Pompano Beach to see them. Uh, visit Cliggy's carts on, uh, online at golfcartsfl.net or call 954-388-5932. They're located at 1751 West Copens Road in Pompano Beach. Visit Cliggy's Carts, an authorized Royal EV dealer. Mention this commercial. You heard me talking about them again. Get $1,000 off. But more importantly, go up to their showroom. Take one for a test drive. You're gonna, Yeah, take one for a test drive. You're going to absolutely love Cliggy's. That's K-L-I-G-G-Y. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. That's Cliggy's Carts. Good evening and welcome to Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City for tonight's wild card showdown between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Before we kick things off, let's head down to the sidelines where Kim Bocamper is standing by. Uh, you know what, Jimmy? Uh, I'm down here and uh, I can't feel my face. I can't feel my face. Uh, I haven't been this cold on a football field, I tell you, since uh, 1982. Snowplow game in New England. And... uh. I'm freezing my milk penis off. Back to you guys up in the booth. All right, Bo, thank you. Boy, they don't call it the shrinkage bowl for nothing. Oh, the weather outside. You know what? You trapped me. I did not know I was doing that. I had no idea. I had nothing to do with that. That's a bunch of BS. Kimbo Camper joins us this morning. Bo. You're taking the Kansas City cold weather just to take a shot at Milpitas. That, that, that's, that's the lowest that's, thing this no, guy that, has that, done. That, that, that may be an all-time low. That may be the all-time low when it comes to the Milpitas thing. <laughs> I tell you, I'm not laughing. I, I'm like, it's wrong. No, you are. Don't, 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 don't try to play that you don't, you don't play a part in this thing, Joe. I know that. Hello, I'm the innocent Joe. Oh, no. Jeez, why does Hollywood always do this to you? I don't know. Oh, God, jeez. Oh, well, he just, yeah, okay. he, he just, th- that's all he thinks about. The whole thing was his idea, to be honest. Oh, Paul. you're and a jackass. Obviously he, has a, his, he has his voice in it. That's a bunch of B. And he even tells Kenny, he goes, hey, Kenny, can you, can you help us with this? Like the whole thing. He's, it's all him. By the you way, know, you know, this is going, this is going on. This is going on like three years now. Yeah, no, it, it's getting old. It does. Three I years. Agree. So, so, so if you guys keep doing that for one more year, uh, this bit should get a, it should get a, uh, 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 I should get a diploma from some college somewhere for a four-year college. Oh, I was glad you said you that and not get paid for years, it. Yeah, you guys geez. wasted four years on this stupid milk. Yeah, thing. no, I agree. And most people probably are laughing right now. Hey, feels hey, like time well spent. Hey, honestly, Bo. hey, Bo. Uh, so I got to ask you because everybody asked me, coldest game you've ever played in. Ooh. What What do you remember? Yeah. What kind of temperature? You know, I remember it was 19, I believe it was 1977, my second year. It was really my rookie year because I blew my knee out my first year, my rookie year, and didn't, didn't play. So it was my first year playing, and we went up to New England. And, uh, and I'm telling you what, it was a, the, the, the sky was, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever see, seen the sky so blue, right? There wasn't a cloud in the sky, Ooh. and it was freaking freezing. I mean, it's the coldest I've, I'd ever been, and so back then, you know, I don't know, I don't know, Joe. You you got you got in, you got here, you got to the Dolphins a little bit later. Yeah, when our equipment, yeah. Maybe when our equipment situation got a little bit better, because we didn't have so. So you remember our equipment manager, Danny Dow, right? You remember Danny? Yeah. So he he was a bit of a spendthrift when it came to equipment, obviously with Joe Robbie being the owner, um, <laughs> and so we go to this game. 
and it's the first time I'd ever co- heard Coach Shula. Now it's going to be cold out there, uh, you know, and uh, but I don't want you guys bundling up. I don't want you to get all bunched up with with all those clothes on and stuff. And meanwhile, meanwhile, he's got like a snowmobile suit on or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, so, so now we, we go out, you know. So we go out the day before the game practice, and 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 when we're flying up there, everyone's going, "Oh man, it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold." And 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 and, it, and everyone's going, "Oh." So 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 that so Danny, the equipment manager, came up with an idea that if you wore pantyhose, it would keep your legs warmer, right? So. Anyway, long story short, so we go to get we, we go to we go to get try the pantyhose on it on the day before the game practice, and Cooch comes in there. I'm not wearing any pantyhose. I'm going out there, no shirt sleeves and everything. So we go out there to practice. The next morning, he's the first guy in there putting the pantyhose on because it was freezing. And it, it was so cold, Joe. I I, I think I, I remember I remember telling Russ Francis it must have been it had to be. It had to be in the in the, in the single digits, oh. and then the windshield threw it down there about to, to 10 or whatever, 10 below, or 10, 10 degrees. Um, and, but, and, and I remember one time coming to Russ, came to Russ Francis, comes to the line of scrimmage, I was playing outside linebacker. And I looked at him, I said, Russ, I don't care who wins this game, I just want to get the <laughs> hell off this field, man. And he said, you know what, I'm with you. <laughs> Even said it. So I thought you were going to yeah. say the snowplow game that was up there in no, the no, old no, no. Sullivan. No, 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 game. I was actually, I was actually, you know, when the guy came on the snowplow, I was actually the, the end guy there. You know, he's coming right at me. Because you, remember, you yeah. remember, I don't know if you remember the game. The game so the, 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 the convict was on the field all day long. <laughs> Every every time there was a break, he would. What all he did was he he was clearing off the yard markers, so you kind of knew, so they could they knew where the, to put the ball and stuff, right? So he'd been doing it all day long, and, and then so I'm standing there. All of a sudden, the guy's coming out. I go, I'm just, he's just doing that line again, and then all of a sudden he shoots back and you know and, and clears a little of the space for their kicker, and we we end up losing that game three nothing. But um, yeah, no that but that one wasn't. That wasn't that wasn't that cold. That was like a thirty degree game. Yeah, I I, I remember the snow kept coming down, but you're right. I think you're right. I, yeah, it, it never got like stupid cold during that so, time. So I don't know if you. So I don't know if people know this, but you know, certainly, so certainly, Coach Shula was irate over that over that, and and so was Mister Robbie. So we ended up playing New England on a Monday night at the end of the season, and there was a winner take all for the AFC East. And we come out on a Monday night, and at the at the west, at, I think it was the west end zone. At the west end zone, uh, there, Mr. Robbie had put a pile of snow and, and put a snowplow on top of it, sitting wow. sitting in our end zone, he and did? we kicked the crap out of him on that Monday night. <laughs> I remember, I remember we 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 beat him up pretty good that from that. But I got to tell you, I was standing next to him when he saw what was going on, and nobody could oh. score. Even people are trying kicks. The kicker would fall down or yep. hit one of the linemen in the back. There was just yep. no traction and no – and he cleared that off. And I thought Shula, if he could have, he'd have done 20 years in prison. He was going to get yep. that guy. He, You know what he got like. And he was just screaming at the official for, yep. for clearing that spot off. The guy kicks the field goal. And, of course, I think the rest of us were like, let's just get the hell out of here now. It's, uh, uh, it's time to go. How do you think? How do you think he felt when he found out it was a criminal that was doing that? Oh my God! You don't think that thing was like tops when the meetings for the owners that got together? That was probably like oh issue number one, right? No question. 
Hey, so, but- so years later, years later, we were in uh, we were in New England for the last game at Foxborough, or last game at uh, Schaefer Stadium, or whatever it was. Yeah, called Sullivan. Yeah, Sullivan. That's right. Sullivan Stadium. Yeah. And so they brought back. So they brought back all the former players that played for played in that stadium at, at, uh, at for New England. Right. The guy that got the biggest round of applause. <laughs> the, the guy that drove the snowplow. They they introduced him. Oh, <laughs> oh that, that must have grinded. Oh, man, that must have got Coach Shula going for sure. Well, Bo, I got to ask you. So, Bradley Chubb out. Jalen Phillips, Andrew Van Ginko, yeah. X-Man, yeah. Jerome Baker. Now we don't know about Javon Holland, yeah. hopefully, and yeah. Deshaun Elliott. Do we still have enough with the guys you brought in, a couple of oldies but goodies, and Justin Houston yeah. and Bruce Irvin? Is, is there enough there? to still get some stops against Kansas City? Joe, I would just say play hard, fellas. Yeah. Play hard. If you're in there, play hard. Because it, it, it's going to be a, you know, this is going to be a shell. There's going to be a shell of a team, you know. Um, uh, especially on the defensive side. You know, you know, last week, last week towards the mid to late part of the game when all the defensive linemen and linebackers were getting hurt, you know, Vic had to take, Vic, Vic had to put, uh, put Wilkins out playing the defense, the 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 the, the position that either either one of the outside rushers, Chubb Van Ginkle, either one of those guys would be would be playing. Had to put him out there in that position and 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 and, and put him in. He played in the three in the three point stance, but but that because they didn't have another body to go out there and stand up. So so that that's an, that was an issue then, and it's going to continue to be an issue. So I don't know what. I saw somewhere where, where when Vic talked this week, he talked about that something about using Wilkins and that he didn't want to do it because because if you if he does it again, it's it's taken away from what the what you know what you what the productivity you get from inside. Yes, and then take a guy that's a good player and turn him into half a good player, but because he's playing out of position. So you know? yeah, so Bo, the other thing now flipping over where they're a lot healthier, especially if Waddle and Mostert are back. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you expect from Tua? Like uh, in this weather, like he's not the only one. I, I'm guessing most of these guys haven't played anything this cold. But what what do we expect? Can we still throw it? Should we be able to throw it? Or... Well, he, so he's, he's he's he played in cold weather. I go back to Tennessee two years ago uh, on a is a night game, and he and he played there and didn't, didn't play very well. Had trouble hand, holding on to the football. And Joe, that's my concern with Tua in this cold weather. Um, you know, look, he's a guy from Hawaii, um, you know, grew up on the West Coast. I don't know how many times he played in cold weather there. Uh, I don't know how much he played in cold weather in Alabama. Um, we, we've seen him only play in cold weather maybe once or twice because he was hurt like last year in Buffalo. So, I, I, I'm, I, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how he's able to handle the football. But, but I think, with, I think with, with, if Mostert comes back, you know, A-Chan – Playing well, I think you can. I think you can look. I, I think you got to use that running game, Joe. I, I think the running game's got to be you know, the big part of it because, you know, the, the other question, you know, the other thing that I've been hearing about uh, Kansas City on on Saturday is not only the cold, but it's going to be windy. And and you know, I've I've heard some guys, I've heard some guys, you know, there were ex quarterbacks talking about it. You know, usually when it's cold weather, um, you know. You you can get get by with a heavy ball. You can get by with a hard football. You can do, but but um, you know you, you you just can't get it out of your skin, right? You know, so 
yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it's gonna that's that's to me for for him is going to be the interesting thing. But I, I think everybody's just I think I think you run the ball. I think you let that offensive line do what they've been doing all year long, uh, and do whatever you have to do to to, to protect it. No yeah. turnovers. That's right. Um, but you know, Kansas City's used to playing in this, and they got their home home fans uh, surrounding them. So um, look, this if if the Dolphins can pull this one off, this would be a pretty monumental win yes. by this football team with the under with, with who you're playing, with where you're playing, with what the circumstances are weather-wise, and, and what the circumstances of the football team you're playing, the defending Super Bowl champs. Well, Bo, I got to be the first to invite you, man. Uh, I can't have you down on the sideline, big fella. You, you, you got you to gotta be up there with us, man. We <laughs> I, we can't do that. They're, they're you know, I, I started looking. I started looking Monday for warm weather gear, and I'm and I hate that stuff. I, I, I hate you know. I don't like I don't like I don't like carrying jackets. So I live in Florida. I don't like carrying jackets around. And, <laughs> but to go up there, so I've got I've got these boots that go up about to my just below my knee, <laughs> and, and and it takes me about a half hour to lace them up. And then I got these stupid pants that I can barely. If I got to pee, I just can't do it. I just pee myself. I, I can't. I, my my hands are usually so numb I can't pull a zipper down. So I just kind of go there, you know. <laughs> don't tell anybody about it. You know, and I don't want to be in that situation again, Joe. So I think I'm. I think I'm going to take you up on it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to have you. Not to mention we got the food and yeah, everything else. So that'll be good. Hey, you got Bo, hot coffee up there, Joe. Hot I've coffee. Been up there much. You got hot, co- hot lot, coffee. Lot there. hot a coffee. Yeah, all the coffee you want for sure. That no matter where we are, we we have the hot is coffee. Kansas so City, is Kansas City a Duncan team? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if it's D and D. I don't know. Once we leave uh, New York and New England, if uh, we're still gonna get that, I hope so. Hey, Bo, thank you, man. Appreciate <laughs> you coming right. on. I'll see. I'll see you tomorrow. Anytime. All right. All right. Bye. Kim Camper joining us to uh, talk a little bit, telling some stories. We've uh, got to go to break here. We've got a lot more to get to. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, there's been a lot of stuff going on, so we haven't got to this yet here. We do want to let you know uh, Udonis Haslam is getting his jersey retired on the 19th here, and you can win tickets. Text the word Udonis, U-D-O-N-I-S, to 20357. Again, that is Udonis to 20357. We'll give you a uh, shot to win those tickets there, Joe. All right. Man, I hope we can get a a hold of UD before his day, man. I hope uh, we can track him down and get him on for a few minutes, man, and uh, and everything. He's going to be down here a lot, and – but it's pretty cool, pretty cool stuff going on, and uh, and we all, uh, I think we all really appreciate everything UD's done. My God, man, born and raised down here, Miami High, back on those great basketball teams, to to a Florida Gator, to working his way to becoming a really, really good friggin' NBA basketball player for a long, long time. So congratulations to UD, man. That's pretty cool stuff. By the way, last night, Heat and Thunder. That was a pretty damn good game. It's pretty pretty entertaining game. The Thunder, um, it's funny. I, I think the Thunder, Woody, maybe you disagree. For for the casual fan, not the hardcore, not Eric and Tony and and all those guys. But 
A lot of people don't realize how good that Thunder team is. Like, you look and you're going, wow, suck it in the West. Holy smokes. 25-11 and 11 now. Uh, they got some guys that can shoot. They got, obviously, a lot of first-round picks, high first-round picks on that team. And uh, and SGA, man, is special. Had 28 last night's average and 31 and a half a game. They shot 59% last night uh, with the Heat. And of course, Jimmy Butler is still still out right now. But um, we're going to get them all back together here pretty soon. It's going to happen, right? Is Jimmy getting closer or do we know? I, I, I hate to even ask. I don't know. I follow him on Instagram. Seems like he's working on coffee stuff. All right. Well, when he's finished with that, maybe he'll get back to. Well, we're basketball. not uh, we're not to the halfway point in the uh, season. We're getting close, but uh, second half and, and staying in one of those first four spots would be, uh, I'm guessing, a priority. And congratulations to uh, I'm just going to do the congratulations stuff to Spo, who uh, was talking about his contract and uh, appreciating everything that he's been able to get from this organization, including, you know, when I got here. He was shooting videos, man. When I first got here and things were loose and they let you shoot after practice, you could goof around. And Can you imagine that now? Being able to go out and shoot a basketball and goof around with Tony Fiorentino and the guys. Man, those are fun times. Not anymore. But, uh, yeah, man, Spo has come a long way to, uh, to becoming, if not the best, one of the best NBA coaches, hell, as far as that goes, best coaches in professional sports. He is uh, – he is special. Good stuff there. Panthers, by the way, tonight going after their ninth straight win. And they've got some guys playing out of this world. Reinhardt, by the way, has 29 goals. My God, he's on pace. I mean, I, I don't want to do that. I put the whammy on him too. But <clears throat> it's a monster season, I will tell you that. Verhage got 22 goals on the season as well. And uh, all of a sudden, Kachuk is – Starting to heat up. So, a lot of good stuff. Barkoff's playing great. <clears throat> so, uh, a lot of good stuff with our basketball and our uh, hockey team down here to keep us going after whatever happens on uh, Saturday night with this uh, with this team. We uh, we have a lot of texts coming in. 305-567-0560. Sometimes we don't do a very good job of, of getting to them. But what, what do you have coming in? A couple people liked uh, Bo's sideline report there. We played. You know, I didn't know how he was going to take it, but you ambushed me and put me on that thing. I didn't know what you were doing. Yes, that's exactly what I did. I ambushed <laughs> you, sure. Let's see. A sign-stealing coach leaves Michigan and goes to a sign-stealing NFL team. Sounds like a plan. Such a good idea. You're talking about hardball. Man, that's, yes. per- that's pretty good, going from Michigan to New England. I didn't, By the way, I didn't take any shots at Belichick in the update. I was just trying to be factually correct. You did take shots. It's not a shot. I'm just speaking the you truth. You took shots at all these guys that are like. He said in the update he had multiple. He dealt with multiple cheating scandals, and that he is tied for the most losses in the history of the NFL, which is both true. That's what he's known for. Both of those things would come before any of the others. What'd stuff. you do on Saban? I forgot. You did something on Saban too. I said he failed in the NFL before going on to win the the seven. He's got to be going. Oh, now I'm moving down there, and I, I don't even dislike Saban. I do that on your behalf, to be quite honest with you. Hey, negative Nancy, I don't tell you what to do. Don't call me that. You you dislike Saban so much, it's kind of rubbed off on me, so like I'll take shots at him for Oh, now for you blame your, other people. You blame other people for uh, for your thoughts. Okay. That's, I don't know. Nothing was good. better than the Stephen A. Smith thing, though. That one was. Hey, 
You got I that really one. enjoyed that. You want to hear can it you again? Give me one more time. Give me, yeah, give me a second. Let me that that was it. very, very good. You got to set this up a little bit. All right, so Stephen A. and Jason Whitlock from uh, Fox and from ESPN, which, by the way, right there alone, just to tease you a little bit. But uh, not not exactly. This ja- These jazz have been going on, and Jason, I guess, calls Stephen A. kind of a, a fake, fake black guy or something. I don't know what his deal is, but anyway – Whatever the latest stuff, it got Stephen A. Smith pretty fired up. And please do not allow this to be a reflection on my character because this is not how I act every day. But I mean it from my soul when I say this is the worst human being I've ever known. I don't know of another human being worse than Jason Whitlock. (laughs) He is a piece of shit. (laughs) He's the dude that's going to have a funeral and ain't going to be no pallbearers. Might be two people to show up. He's that dude. He is the absolute worst. That's bad when you show up at funeral. And he lies. And he incriminates. And he tries to set people up to fail, to big up himself because he can't do it on his own. He had a television show. He failed. He's had opportunities one time after another. He doesn't measure up. And now he's coming at the big dog. And let me tell you something right now. I am the big dog. I ain't the only one. I ain't the only one. There's plenty. Skip Bayless, apologies to him, too, for bringing up Jason Whitlock's name in the same sentence as him. But we all know what time it is. Everyone knows. All the executives at all the networks, they know what a piece of he is. (laughs) And they begged me not to do this. But even my pastor, Oh, no, Bernard, don't do said, that. No. I'm not happy about it. But every now and then, we got to do what we got to do. Did you tell them that once the same article in Deadspin came out, weeks later, you wrote a lengthy apology to me in an email begging me to forgive you, pointing out how you were betrayed by this particular writer so you know how I must feel that you betrayed me did you tell the folks that you bitch (laughs) did you tell them (laughs) you fat piece of (laughs) (laughs) the delivery on that part is just I I mean it's really really good he went bitch and fat ass that was yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the best roasts i've i've ever heard man well, that is really i awesome think it was the, it was the presentation yeah i know? listened to way too much of that yesterday because i mean i just that's the kind of stuff that i like well then I, but yeah that was that was special yeah. he didn't have to bring in the minister or pastor he didn't have to do that there was there was no reason like to throw him in there like he gave him approval he goes, okay, if you have to do it, go ahead. It's okay. We're going to forgive you when it's uh, when it's over. That was crazy, man. Damn. So, has Jason said anything? Whitlock say anything? Yeah, I mean, he did. I'm not going to listen to it or play it on oh. the show. No, I was I'm not going to give that guy. Anyway. He's the, he's the absolute, I mean, we got a lot he's everything people. Stephen A. said is, is accurate about that guy. <laughs> it's gross, man. One of the worst. Oh, Woody. Well, listen, man. That's uh, that's about all the time we have here because uh, we're gonna move out of here. But we got a big old Friday, one day closer. Actually, Miami Dolphins leaving tomorrow because they play on Saturday evening in Kansas City. 
in what will be a cold, cold day. And I know you're like me. Nobody wants to hear about it. You want to see some guys show up and put together a really good game. The better you are, especially if you have a contract coming up, the better we want to see you play. We want to see all the big horses look like big horses. And uh, hopefully we're going to get that uh, Saturday night. So we'll have a lot more on the Miami Dolphins tomorrow. So make sure you join us because uh, we're going we're gonna to hopefully shock the world. It's kind of weird because we haven't won a playoff game in so long, but yeah. Shock the world, overcome that four-and-a-half-point spread there, yeah. Uh, by the way, tomorrow, we added someone uh, earlier texting. they asking about the Houston-Cleveland game and a couple of the other games here. Uh, we will uh, we'll get you uh, your picks tomorrow. It's Friday, football Friday. we yeah, got to get your picks, Joe. So I would just say you were, this. You were stuck on a few of these, well, these are all, earlier now, in the week. Now they're all teams with winning records, so we're we're good. All right, but you got some big spreads. There's a couple of games, man. You said someone's going to go down. You picked an upset, so tomorrow has got to be your your. Well, we're final not pick. we're not going to be surprised a couple of wild cards win because actual wild card teams have a lot better record than some of the teams that are staying at home. That's going to do it for our show. Have a great day, everybody. Have such a good time. Let's do it again tomorrow morning. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.